Good evening, my fellow Americans. Take the red pill. We're at war with the most dangerous enemy that has ever faced mankind in his long climb from the swamp to the stars. The disastrous rise of misplaced power exists. All we have built, all we have worked for, would be destroyed. There is nothing the political establishment will not do. And this nation will not be fully free until all its citizens are free. Our arms must be mighty, ready for instant action. These criminals cannot be rewarded. So that no potential aggressor may be tempted to risk his own destruction. There is a point beyond which they must not advance. They're coming after you and I'm just standing in their way. Here I am. You and I have a rendezvous with death. The cost of freedom is always high. Those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Our movement is about replacing a failed and corrupt political establishment well, I think it's time we ask ourselves if we still know the freedoms that were intended for us by the Founding Fathers. This is a crusade! This is a holy war against the deep state! We never wanted to be right, but yet things are all adding up to the firestorm. and listens in horror, the peaceful pro-democracy demonstration in China comes to a violent and bloody end. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. Wolves hiding nearby Whispering do or die around me You say your last goodnight while I is another very important phase of warfare. It has as its target, not the body, but the mind of the enemy. The target of psychological warfare is against the enemy's mind. It is words and ideas. Ammunition used by Cywar. Its mission is to influence the thoughts of the enemy soldiers. And at the same time, is expected and encouraged to study foreign languages and the social sciences such as history, economics, and sociology. He must have a broad and sympathetic understanding of all phases of human experience. Gripping at my skin, the walls of night close in. But the use of this force as an integral part of combat has now taken on new forms. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are in the world. My name is Josh. Welcome to the Red Pill Project's Daily Dose, live with you Monday through Thursday, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This is where we bring you the unfolding 
global conspiracy of the Marxist revolution overtaking the world and undermining the United States Constitution, infiltrating our governments, our institutions, our places of worship and our places of family and organization. And we are exposing that agenda as much as absolutely possible as we can here, helping to wake up the masses um, and move to a point to what we call the precipice. The precipice is this cascading event where everybody wakes up and no longer sees the bullshit. Tonight's show, 2024 Cy War, and that was the ghost in the machine um, video that was uploaded by the 4th PSYOP group of the United States Army. Um, that should give you a clear indication of what is happening in the world right now. And I want to talk a little bit about that. I want to talk about what we're moving into because the number one thing that we have to remember is that things are not what they seem. And what do I mean by that? Yesterday, I mentioned the, uh, the, the rumors are circulating that they sunk the Titanic to kill the most powerful men on board who opposed the central bank, which they did. Guggenheim and John Jacob Astor were the two men on board that ship who died, who were very powerful and opposed to a centralized bank in the United States of America. It was about six months later that, <clears throat> excuse me, the central bank was instituted. For everybody wondering, my, my daughter's sick. Um, half of her class was out last week um, and she's sick today. Uh, not Nothing too major, just mild. But uh, I'm starting to get that like, that, that little center respiratory. So I've been pumping up on my mushroom supplements and uh, just trying to stay immuno strong, right? But it doesn't matter which ship they sunk, whether it was the Olympic or the Titanic, in my opinion. But what I was talking about yesterday is that it was, I think, a 2019 um, exploration of the Titanic went down there with a submersible. And when they were viewing the impact area of the Titanic that hit, apparently hit the iceberg, the interesting thing was is that the keel of the ship, the, the metal of the ship was bowed outwards. So if you imagine a ship hits an iceberg, the metal is going to bend inwards. The only time that the metal bends outwards is when you have an explosion inside the ship that blows the ship open. And... Uh, is there an echo? Sorry. So, so someone mentioned echo, but so that's a clear indication that there is most likely an explosion on the ship. Um, and I believe that that's exactly what happened. And the two men that perished were probably already dead. John Jacob Astor and Guggenheim were probably long dead before the ship ever crashed. They just needed a way to cover it up. Now, John Jacob Astor's son um, at the time was unborn, um, it survived this. If you remember the movie Titanic in Hollywood, this kind of tells a story of John Jacob Astor's um, then kind of a wife who was pregnant with her child who goes back. Yeah, kind of a, a, a sob story, a sob love story that came out of that. But it's uh, really indicative of John Jacob Astor and the massive loss that happened to the country and the world at that time. And that was the sovereignty and freedom that went out to the central banks because JP Morgan and many other um, robber barons and magnets in the world at that time, in the country at that time, what they wanted was a centralized bank. And they've been trying for that for a very, very long time in the United States of America since the days of, the, well, the start of the country, then during Andrew Jackson. Um, and then they got the United States in the debt through Abraham Lincoln. And then when, uh, um, Teddy Roosevelt came in after the, uh, the the assassination of Garfield. He really started to turn things around. And I've told this story many times that uh, Teddy Roosevelt received a handwritten letter from John Jacob Astor congratulating him on rising to president from vice president after Garfield's assassination in Buffalo. But the problem is, is that Teddy Roosevelt received the letter just mere hours after the assassination to where the news hadn't really traveled around the country, almost like John Jacob Astor knew that that, that was going to happen. Um, and we don't need to get into the history of the bull moose party and everything like that. But what I wanted to show you is that for over a hundred years, psychological warfare has been utilized to keep the truth of the Titanic hidden from you, to keep the truth of the foundation of the Federal Reserve 
hidden from you. If you now understand that, if you now see that, if you go out there and, and you take my advice, you never believe anything anybody says, no matter who they are, or what authority they possess or profess, but you go and research, investigate, go inquire, and through your own volition, come to these conclusions. If you do that, here's the key. You can't unsee it. It never goes back to just be in the Titanic. It never goes back to just be in a ship that hits an iceberg and sinks. You can never see it the same again the moment it is unveiled. The moment the truth is unveiled, you can't put it back in the box. That's the precipice. That is what we're leading up to. That is why we do what we do. That is what we are doing here as citizen journalists, as digital warriors. We are going out there and we are bringing the, the, the narrative that is happening in the world, the globalist narrative, and we are exposing it prior to events coming, waking people up so that when they, when psyops are happening right in front of our eyes, we can call it out for what it is that their tricks no longer work on us. That become so efficient at understanding their game of how their tactics and their strategies that they never get the upper edge. We're going to talk about that tonight. And for everybody out there, I want to give you an example of this. If you go onto YouTube and you search atomic tests from the, um, from the 1950s and the 1960s, there was a few different atomic tests that occurred in um, Nevada. And what they had is they set up cars and houses, so on and so forth, in these deserts in Nevada. And then they would light off a nuclear bomb, nuclear explosion. And they would annihilate and, and calculate the data of what happened to the house and the car and all these things. The problem is, is that when a nuclear explosion goes off, it gives off an electromagnetic pulse. Back then, there wasn't digital cameras. All these cameras were analog and had film. That massive X-ray burst alone that comes off of a nuclear explosion would have absolutely crushed the film strips in that camera, unless they shielded it in lead. Okay, great. But if you ever notice those cameras, the, the cameras never shake. Everything around it's shaking. The cameras never shake. Not only that, is if you watch those videos and you watch them closely, you'll see one frame where there's a car in the picture. Another frame, right before the bomb goes off, that the car is gone. What were those? Those were propaganda pieces. Those weren't real videos of nuclear explosions. They were propaganda pieces produced by the U.S. federal government to, number one, put fear in the eyes of the Russians, and number two, put fear in the eyes of its people. Because it's easier to control a populace who is in a state of fear, in a state of panic. Go to the moon landing. Oh, I am talking about this one. Go to the moon landing. The one thing that I do agree with with flat earthers is that the majority of the video footage that we see from NASA is fake. Um, and I'll start with the moon landing. The video footage that you see of the moon landing, in my opinion, is absolutely fake. It was done by Stanley Kubrick in a Hollywood basement. Now, the question is why? Is the Earth flat or is space fake? No, it has nothing to do with that. Actually, it comes down to a national security risk. Is that the Apollo mission was launching and there is so much riding on that to win the Cold War, to have that upper edge against the Russians, to, to instill into the Russians that the United States is on the moon and now they can go out there and, and build various different buildings and complexes and weapon systems on the moon gives them a strategic advantage of that high guard. So when they're launching the mission, there's a certain percentage that that mission is going to fail, that the rocket blows up on the landing strip, or not on the landing strip, on the rocket pad. So they couldn't take that risk. They knew that they could get the rocket up in the space. But what are all the other potentials that can happen? That rocket could blow up on the way to the moon. It can go through various fields of radiation, burn up. The components can fail. 
And see, they couldn't afford failure. So what did they do? They videotaped. They videotaped a whole scenario of the moon landing. And on the day that the Apollo mission was launching, they played the video. They played the scripted video. Why? Because that was the safe bet. Doesn't mean that they didn't go up in a rocket ship and they didn't go to the moon. Doesn't mean any of that stuff. It just means that what you saw was a Hollywood production. There's multiple examples all throughout history of exactly this. But you begin to understand that the majority of the things that we know and understand about history are false. They're not true. Who caused the most deaths during World War II? <clears throat> How about this? Who caused the most civilian deaths during World War II? I would say that the Allied forces did because they bombed the railroad tracks into the various military bases, which were later labeled concentration camps. Bombing those railroad tracks cut off the supply line, water and food and various other supplies, which means that the German soldiers, along with the prisoners, Jews, Blacks, Christians, anybody else they had in there, didn't have enough adequate supply to survive. So who starves? The German soldiers or the prisoners? The prisoners do. They become malnourished. What do you do when people become malnourished? You give them a quick and easy death, painless. At least in my opinion, that's what happened. Now, one interesting thing is, is you can go back to all the video footage of World War II. And you can find this footage of Holocaust survivors walking out of Auschwitz. They're, they're malnourished, they're skinny, they're carrying you know, bags and blankets and what's left of their stuff. And they're walking out of Auschwitz. They're walking out of concentration camps. You want to know something interesting? Those videos are fake. Those videos are staged. Because when the first Russian and allied troops got into the concentration camps, they didn't have cameramen on site. So what they did is they went back weeks and months later. They paid actors to go in there and they recorded it. Nothing is as it seems, people. Do you remember various different CNN, Fox News broadcasts where they're sitting there and they're like, we're in Iraq and, and missiles, cruise missiles are flying overhead and hitting buildings. Oh my God, did you see that building blow up? And they were really in front of green screens. During the Russian and Ukraine conflict, we would see videos online of the Russians dropping bombs and throwing missiles into various different civilian buildings, hospitals, apartment complexes. And then the news here in the United States and the Western states coming out and saying that Thousands or hundreds of people, of innocent civilians are dead because Russia launched missile attacks. Two days later, you get a civilian there in Ukraine filming the exact building that has no damage whatsoever on it. The buildings were never hit with a missile. Western propaganda. In the day and age of artificial intelligence and deep fakes, of CGI, we have to be incredibly, incredibly, weary of the information that is being propagated on the internet that our government is telling us and see psychological warfare is not something new this has gone on for a very very long time but as that video said is that warfare is evolving and it's evolved to do this higher level this higher domain of information because information completely dominates the entirety of our lives besides the fact of when you're sleeping or you turn off your phone and physically remove yourself from that whole data stream and i mean getting out of sight of wi-fi getting outside of electrical towers we've had clear indications of what this motive 
or not the motive of what the scenario, the narrative that is forming right now. I've been talking about this for a while, and I don't want to beat a dead cat here with talking about the, the firestorm, dead horse, sorry, not dead cat, um, talk about the firestorm. But I want you to understand that this is the ammunition that they have and that everything that they propagate out there is, is a fear campaign to see how you're going to react. In actuality, a lot of the fear campaigning that they propagate out there produces the actual events to happen. For a while now, I've talked about the buildup of the BRICS nations and how the BRICS nations, Russia, China, Brazil, all these nations, will align as a military power, power, powerhouse. And that they will utilize a dose of the West's own medicine against them in the sense of sanctions of economic warfare, that China and Russia have been heavily investing in various other BRICS countries, agriculture, to replace the imports, the exports from the United States, the imports into China, to remove the dependency upon the West and bring it more in line with the various BRICS nations. I posted today on Twitter that something big is about to happen. And we got some clear indications of exactly this. Listen to big news course here in this short little segment of what he talks about. And listen carefully because I've already been telling you this for years. Big news this morning out of the U.S. banking sector. This is something that I've been warning you about for a while now, and it's about to get serious. We are about to see some serious stuff hit the fan. If you're in the 1%, then you're probably going to be fine. You're about to probably make a lot more money. But if you're like me, then you should be very worried about what's coming, guys. I think people are missing a major piece of this, the China part of this development, which we now have our clearest sign yet that the United States dollar is in real trouble. We're going to show you what China has been doing that has me very worried and what the United States is lying about, quite frankly. Oh, rates are coming down? Uh, nothing to worry about. Oh, really? Get ready because this data is frightening or really exciting, like I said, if you're in the 1%, because you're about to get a lot richer. But most people will not. Most people will get hurt really hard. So we'll get to that in a second. But first, I wanna be very clear, the US dollar is not going to collapse overnight. Large structures don't just suddenly collapse. Cracks and fissures, along with a controlled demolition, bring down large structures. And in this metaphor, the large structure is the US economy. And make no mistake about it, a controlled demolition, that's what you're watching right now. The US dollar will cease to exist as we know it and will become a digital dollar controlled by Wall Street instead of the US Treasury. That is happening whether you like it or not. That ship has sailed and is actually much further along than most Americans even know about. So that's happening. And as Putin said last week in his interview with Tucker Carlson, the US is destroying the dollar with its own hands, he said. He's spot on correct about this. Look at what is going on in the world. Even the United States allies are now downsizing their dollar reserves. Seeing this, everyone starts looking for ways to protect themselves. I think it is complete foolishness from the point of view of the interests of the United States itself and its taxpayers, as it damages the US economy, undermines the power of the United States across the world. Do you even realize what is going on or not? Does anyone in the United States realize this? What are you doing? You are cutting yourself off. All experts say this. Before I show you this new data out of China, I want you to understand something about the U.S. Treasuries. As my grandma used to say, U.S. Treasuries are the one, you know, safest investment in the world. They're issued by the U.S. government and they're backed by the full faith and credit of the U.S. government. So, you know, you should invest in them, right? Well, as of this video, the amount of U.S. Treasuries outstanding is less than 26 trillion. In the fall, that number was over 30 trillion. Where did that $4 trillion go? The answer is they dumped it. They got rid of it. The biggest foreign holders of these treasury bills, Japan, China, Saudi Arabia, the UK, they're selling them off. Normally, with these treasuries, they give the United States money and they expect to be paid back with interest. So the United States gets this money from China and then sends it off to Ukraine and other places. As Senator Rand Paul said, this is madness. So that's part one. Something major is now check this part out we've been talking about the layoffs that are coming listen to this it's happening in the stock market right now we're hearing news of a lot of tech ceos and politicians already starting to offload their stock we just had news of bill gates jeff bezos mark zuckerberg 
and this is more worrying. We even have politicians who are already starting to sell their stocks and buying puts, which means they're actually actively betting on the stock market going down. Now, the question I'm hearing is why is this happening? Well, right now, the stock market is at all time highs, rallying off AI hype. Now, I suspect a lot of these tech CEOs and politicians already know what's happening behind the scenes and they're expecting a mini crash to happen. This is something that my analysts and I have extensively discussed within our Discord community and we're already starting to load up on puts as well. Okay. Now, U.S. warns China against dumping goods on the global market. This came out today. Western government sphere Beijing may try to ease domestic overcapacity with cheap exports. Not only that, as they've warned them, not to dump U.S. treasuries back on the market because that would be bad. Now, there's a few different things that could potentially happen here. And I thought I had another article to go with this. I was looking for it. <coughs> Excuse me. Okay. So why is this psychological warfare? The market is rallying to all-time highs right now. People are pumping money into the market like crazy. People are pumping money into their 401ks. Employers are going out there, increasing their match, 2 4 6%. Biden, Bidenomics is working. Isn't that the hype of the mainstream media? Bidenomics is working. The economy is great. Look at the job numbers. Now, maybe the manipulation of all those numbers for all of this time wasn't to hide the fact that the economy was so bad. That... You can go out to the grocery store and see that. But it's the psychological game. It's the psychological warfare being played on the American people. If Bidenomics is working and people are getting jobs and, yeah, my, my life might be hard and things might be expensive for me, but apparently other people are doing well if that perception is being deceived to the American people, then they keep putting their money in the banks. They keep putting their money in the stock market. They keep the system going because they've been lied to. They've been deceived. That's where we're at right now. And what do you see? You see the wealthy, the rich, the 1% pulling the money out. And where is it going? It's going to cryptocurrency people. It's going into Bitcoin. It's going into blockchain technology. Exactly what I said three freaking years ago, that the clear indication that an economic collapse is about to happen is money will start flowing out of the stock market and flowing into cryptocurrency. You'll see both of them drop right before a period of time and then crypto rise up and the market begin to drop. This is where we're at right now. But the process and road to get here has been one act of psychological warfare. They've lied to the masses. They've lied to the public. Now, what I mean is not you. They're not lying to you. Well, they are, but you're just aware of it. Remember, once you see it, you can't unsee it. Once you know the game, once you know the rules, once you understand the narrative, you can't unsee. Every time that they do something, you call bullshit. And that's the beautiful thing about what we're doing here. But we have to help other people. We have to warn other people. We have to get other people up the part of where we are at. Now, go back to 2020, one of the biggest psyops that we've had of our time. Check this shit out. This is Rasmussen reports, okay? Independent media companies specialize in a collection and publication of public opinion information since 2003. If it's in the news, it's in our polls. Check this thread out. Unsolicited U.S. election ballots. How did they know? Fauci and company funded gain-of-function research in Wuhan, China. COVID-19 broke out there in late 2019. By January 2020, it was in the U.S. On January 31st, 2020, Trump ordered a China travel ban initially opposed by Fauci. Go to part two. Throughout February of 2020, cases of COVID-19 were reported nationwide with the first official deaths reported on February 29th in Kirkland, Washington. The very next day, on March 1st, 2020, something highly underreported happened. You ready for this shit? On March 1st, 2020, the largest order in the world ever of ballot envelope stuffing machines was placed on a privately owned Arizona election printer. 
mass mailing of unsolicited, unsolicited election ballots was illegal in America at that time. How did they know? Coordinated subversion of an election. However, the most stunning revelation of the eating refer re reference how profoundly the 2020 election was allegedly subverted because of the pandemic. Runbeck printed the ballots for many elections, including Maricopa, Pulitzer explained. We got no Runbeck records. We got no postal records for some reason for the roughly 2.5 million voters mailed 4 million ballots. That means Runbeck printed over 4,089,000 ballots. We don't have an answer for that. That is why ballot cracking is key. But this is where the information becomes really interesting. News of the pandemic began to emerge in early 2020. However, Pulitzer points out that the first holiday they told us to all stay home was on the 4th of July. In August, many states decided to go with mail-in ballots. He then refers to something odd that Runback did in March and another odd thing the post office pulled in April. Runback placed the largest order in the world ever for ballot envelope stuffing machines on March 1st, 2020. How did they know? We have the orders. So as soon as Runback ordered the machines, our United States Post Office stopped its mail cover program on April 1st. It undid it from six years and changed it to 30 days. Treason. They needed to stop Donald Trump. That's how much of a threat Donald Trump is to them. That they launched this massive psychological warfare campaign called COVID-19 to A, number one, steal the election, formulate a coup in the United States of America, removing Donald Trump from the power of the White House. Two, clearing the way for the COVID vaccine, playing Operation Warp Speed and Donald Trump, utilizing it as a last place insurance policy against him, knowing that the vaccine is going to have major problems, but also propagating their eugenics depopulation agenda. Two birds, one stone. And it was all done through psychological warfare. Because from what we know, what we remember of 2020, 2019, 2021, and COVID-19, is that COVID-19 was similarly no different than the common flu. So much so that the flu numbers, the common cold numbers of people going to the hospital with those symptoms, with pneumonia, with flu, were counted as COVID-19. The hospitals were so overrun that groups of nurses had time to choreograph massive dance moves to put on their Instagrams. I remember hearing all the time that the hospitals are overrun with people. The hospitals are overrun with people. And I had a hospital that I drove by all the time to take my kids to school. And there was never anybody there. And I could have figured, must be another hospital. But see, what the news reports, what the mainstream media was reporting was different from reality. But see, it propagated the narrative. It instilled the fear in the minds of the people. To the point where they might not see it clearly with their eyes, but they're being told and heard it with their ears. And therefore, there's the potential and the chance that there's this deadly virus out there. I might want to put my mask on. That the hospital's being overrun. Well, I don't see it in my household, but it might be other hospitals. Psychological warfare, people. So what is the narrative that they've set, set for this year, 2024, 2025? There's two of them. Well, three of them, actually. Three of them. Number one is cyber warfare on critical infrastructure. You can guarantee, bet your bottom dollar, we are going to see some type of cyber hack, either from Russia, Iran, or China, that's who will be blamed for it, in the United States on critical infrastructure. I have outlined this on my show multiple times, bringing in the research of Whitney Webb, talking about CTIL and their, their pro bono campaign to the Defense Department and various different public works uh, around this country, allowing them to enter freely into water treatment facilities, dams, nuclear power plants, into the Department of Defense, getting full access to all the cyber systems within U.S. critical infrastructure. FBI director today warns of China's cyber threat 
labels current situation the tip of the iceberg. They came out and said that it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. 2024 is when. And you can bet your bottom dollar that when this does happen, it is going to be coordinated with other events, that Joe Biden will move for martial law, that we could have quite literally 10 days of darkness, that we could potentially see the EBS. And I, it's just kind of crazy to even think about that. Another one, Disease X. I love this. Every time I go on the Twitter every day, there's something new in the sense of diseases, whether it's the, the Alaskan virus that's a flesh-eating virus, whether it's the bubonic plague showing up again in Washington State, or whether it's a 72% increase in measles globally since 2020. I wonder what caused that. To now, chronic wasting disease, which has... Um, been found in multiple different animals, typically the animals that we hunt for food um, in a lot of the national forests in the United States, which many believe is nothing more than genetically modified viruses given to these animals to reduce the game population so that when shit does hit the fan, that people cannot eat this as food. But now scientists worry that the 100% fatal zombie deer disease would evolve to infect humans. They're not worried. They're telling you that it's going to evolve to affect humans. Just like the bat coronavirus evolved to infect humans. It evolved with humans' help of genetic modification. Two months ago, we had a report from China of the Chinese deer tick that has fatality rates up to 80%. is in the United States and spreading fast. They're tainting our wildlife and our game. That because of now of immunosuppressed people can easily infect human beings. So we got the threat of cyber attack. We got the threat of disease X, which I've explained thoroughly that disease X is not going to be one singular disease. <clears throat> it's going to be a conglomeration an outbreak of various different diseases and viruses around the world popping up in geocentric places. You'll have a small outbreak here. You'll have a small outbreak here. You'll have a small outbreak here. Exactly what we're seeing now, but more wide scale. And as the vaccinated immune systems begin to break down more and more, as the vaccinated immune systems begin to degrade to high levels of immunodeficiency of VADES, we're going to see it, start to see this run rampant because what happens is these viruses, they get inside these human beings and they begin to evolve. And when they evolve, they become more pathogenic, the spread, contagious, and potentially even more fatal. And that's when the real fear campaign is going to be produced and propagated out there. I think that that one right there, the disease X, is 2025. My opinion, disease X is 2025. What you're going to see in 2024 is either global economic collapse, cyber warfare, and World War III. Those three things is what you're going to see. And then martial law in the United States and the precursors of civil war. That's what we're going to see in, the, in 2024. And you're probably going to see all of those consecutively within one month. What month is that? I don't know yet. But see, there's another one. We, we hear all the time about weather, weather patterns, and all these types of things. There's an article I want to bring up pertaining to this because it helps to validate um, a lot of the things that I've been saying. I got to find this real quick um, of this. There it is. Let me see. New. Okay, let me pull this article up. There it is. Okay. So I'm on my phone today and I saw this article from Nature about these uh, these waves called Radcliffe waves. And I'm like, that's interesting. I wonder what a Radcliffe wave is. And sure enough, I start reading the article. And so I have to go back to the original source article. The new map of the Milky Way reveals giant wave of stellar nurseries. 
Astronomers at Harvard University have discarded a monolithic wave-shaped gaseous structure, the largest ever seen in our galaxy, made up of interconnected stellar nurseries, dubbed the Radcliffe Wave, in honor of the collaboration's home base, the Radcliffe Institute of Advanced Study, the discovery transforms a 150-year-old vision of nearby stellar nurseries as an expanding ring into one featuring an undulating star-forming filament that reaches trillions of miles above and below the galactic disk. Basically, what you have here, people, and the article that I was reading today actually clarified this, is that stars... And they're saying that this is just in the nurseries, but they're going to find out that all stars do this. That stars form a sinusoidal wave through the galactic arm. And not only do they have the sinusoidal wave through the galactic arm, is that wave is moving. It's fluctuating like this. That's what a Radcliffe wave is. A Radcliffe wave is a concentration of various different densities of gases and ionized particles that formulate stars. And it traverses the Milky Way's galaxy's arms, actually formulates the arms, which is in complete transition, ebbing and flowing. What does that sound like? Sounds exactly like I've been saying for a very long time here of our planet, our star system's transition towards the higher density areas. With that being said, a few months back, I was talking about a friend of mine who recorded a conversation with a, uh, uh, a senior member of a uh, Department of Homeland Security team. I heard the conversation. I've listened to the conversation a few different times. I'm not going to give the friend's name out who recorded it, but I will uh, collaborate with a few different people on this. And uh, this has finally came out. And we know a little bit more about it. Now, Game Tech our good friend over here alerted to me this yesterday and he pointed to this space weather preparations are being made by the department of homeland security gtp podcast warned of this and we discussed this months ago a few different dhs sources have confirmed this and many of the dhs exercises over the past year have focused on this event leading to social unrest destabilization power outages occurring and lasting up to three to six months what are they planning? Or are we really entering the cosmic cycle that I've discussed for years pertaining to the solar, uh, super solar maximum and the increase of cosmic energies? What is this? Uh, this woman I wanted to share with you. My husband came home this morning with something he received for the first time ever in 23 years of law enforcement. They're preparing for a blackout. And what is this? The New York State's Homeland Security and Emergency Services, Space Weather Response, DHS's Executive Checklist talking about the different types of things that you'll see, network outages, power outages, transportation, navigation interruptions, healthcare facility service interruptions, food, water, distribution center interruptions, cascading impacts within society, similar to an EMP, civil unrest, safety and security, food, water, sheltering, what a state must do and respond, immediate martial law. Now, I don't know if this plays into some type of level of the psychological warfare or if they're really warning us that something potentially is going to happen spacebound. I would say that they're expecting some type of massive solar flare at some point in time here in the near future. The reason is, is because this is what I've been saying for a very long time, is that our planetary system, our solar system right now is transiting the galaxy and it's moving towards points of higher energy potential in the galaxy, which increases the potentiation of our own sun, which changes the weather and the climate on our planet. And that causes upheavals, earthquakes, volcanoes. It causes continents to shift. Okay. These people know this, they understand that. And I believe that they are getting ready for that in various different shapes and forms, or it could be one big freaking psyop. It could be that they're going to utilize directed energy weapons to produce upheavals of volcanoes, earthquakes, so forth. Say that there's massive solar flare, turn off the electric grid, do a fake EMP, use the, use the whole scenario of Russia putting nukes in space as a false flag. Say that they, they launched a nuke into space and they detonated it and took out U.S. satellites and an EMP swept over and took out the whole Western power grid. Who knows what these people will do, but they will do something. And you have to understand that they will do something. They can never give back power to Donald Trump and they will scorch this earth before they ever do. So 
we have to be vigilant. We have to be aware. We have to recognize the signs. Now, what you also have to see here is that there are multiple points that are coming together. So we're just talking about the deep state side right now. We're just talking about the cabal side right now of what they're doing. On the other side of the house, Donald Trump. What is he doing? Missing crossfire hurricane binder, President Trump demanded its contents be released. The FBI wants it hidden from the American public and will do anything to prevent its release. Do you remember years ago I said that Donald Trump took the crossfire hurricane binder with him? Do you remember in August of last year when they raided Mar-a-Lago, I said that they were going after the crossfire hurricane binder and various other uh, top secret documents of Donald Trump pertaining to um, certain things? I had that confirmed through a source of mine. It's what the FBI was looking for, people. Not only does he have the crossfire hurricane binder, he already told you what he had. Hillary Clinton emails, everything pertaining to the Hillary Clinton email case, which is SAP programs, special access programs of how those special access programs were being sold to China and various other foreign entities through the State Department, through her public email server system, treason through the Obama administration. He's got it all. Nancy Pelosi is bringing back the rhetoric that Donald Trump is somehow a paid Russian asset again, all over again. She's just mad because Donald Trump has her laptop. And I believe that that soon will be released. <clears throat> so there, there's there's a few other things I want to talk about. Everything is a big psyop. History as you know it is a psyop. And the psyop continues because that is the only way that they can control the masses and the people. And so what Donald Trump, the White House, the Q team, whoever you want to call these people that are out there bringing this information to the forefront, the objective is, is to unmask the treason, unmask the deception, to teach you the system of how it works and how it operates so that when you see it, you recognize it and you call the bullshit for what it is. Because the more people that begin to see it, you can't put that back in the box. And since that, that means that we become the media, we control the media, and that's where we are at right now. A few years ago, Haitian president, the Haitian president, Moise, was assassinated. There was a few things that happened in the aftermath. Two men who were accused of being the uh, the assassins were caught. They had direct ties to the FBI and the Central Intelligence Agency. They were former special operators in the United States, and they were exported back to the United States, almost like it was the United States hit. Listen to this. And by the way, it was done because there was people within the government that wanted to allow the United Nations to come into Haiti. Because in the mountainous regions of Haiti are the largest iridium mines, uh, the second largest iridium mines on the planet. And what the UN does is they go in there, they push through, and they have their corporations come in there and mine that. But the Haitian president Moises, he wanted to mine it with Haitian manpower. And he wanted to give the proceeds to the Haitian people, which would have made Haiti probably one of the wealthiest countries on the planet. Think about going to Haiti and it's UAE or Dubai. That's how it would have been. And they couldn't allow that to happen. So they killed him. The former first lady, his wife of Haiti, has been indicted in the assassination of her husband, President Yovanel Moisey. Judge Walter Voltaire has indicted former first lady, Lady Martin Moise, of being complicit in her husband's 2021 assassination. The judge made his decision after receiving evidence from two defendants who claimed Martin Moisey had knowledge of her husband's assassination plot, but did not warn her husband due to her desire to become president herself. Judge Voltaire also indicted dozens of others, including, and if you remember, you go back to the story. I told you 
that the head of the Supreme Court and the former prime minister were involved in this, including former prime minister Claude Joseph and the ex-chief of Haiti's National Police, Leon Charlet. The judge in Haiti is responsible for investigating the 2021 assassination of the president. Moisey has indicted his widow, ex-prime minister and former chief of Haiti's national police, among others, according to the reports obtained Monday. Now, what do they want? They wanted money. They wanted power. And that's how you topple third world countries. And that's how they'll continue to topple third world countries. And that's what they're leading up to right now. What do I mean by that? See, guys, it, it doesn't matter if it's global economic collapse, if it's the onset of World War III, if it's the instigation of civil war, um, if it's a cyber attack that takes out power and water for, for months, or if it's space weather or directed energy weapons poised as space weather. Because all they're waiting for is the sign. That it doesn't matter what event that is or a cascade of all those events. We have over 14 million illegal immigrants that have entered this country since Joe Biden has taken power and they exist in almost every single city and sanctuary city in this country en masse. The majority of these people are sleeper cells, whether it's Hezbollah's Unit 910, whether it's the Chinese military, or whether it's mercenaries coming over, blue hats from the United Nations coming over from Northern Africa and the Middle East. They are waiting for this black swan event, whatever that black swan event will be. Now, here's the thing. Let's say it's a sky event. Let's say it's a space event, space weather event. Massive solar flare knocks out the complete electrical grid of North America. From that, you're going to see global economic collapse and the outbreak of World War III. You're going to see civil unrest in our cities. You're going to see the activation of all these sleeper cells and absolute chaos is going to break out. Okay. Let's say that it is global economic collapse, that the stock market collapses, that there's a mini collapse. You're going to see massive protests. You're going to see civil unrest. You're going to see these sleeper cells get activated and that chaos is going to ensue. And then the world will be consumed into global war from that part because of the collapse of the United States of America. It doesn't matter what the initiation is. It's all going to lead to the same sequence of events, the Great Reset. The key is to understand that when that chaos hits, it becomes unpredictable and uncontrollable for them as well as you. And this is where we come in because they become at their greatest point of vulnerability in and during those times to where we rise up to our greatest points of strength. It's coming, people. You are in the middle of a psychological warfare operation, and you are the people who get to see it and observe it and witness it and call it for the bullshit that it is. You are the awakened ones. You are the people who are watching this all unfold globally, yelling at your neighbors, screaming at your mother, your father, your brother, your sister, your aunt, your uncle, your friends, and going, wake up. Many of them are going to wake up too late. There's been estimates out there that if a cyber attack or a massive coronal mass ejection happens in the United States and North America, and there's no power for up to 90 days, that over 80% of the population in North America will die. Think about the dependencies that people have in this country, whether it's pharmaceutical drugs, whether it's the processed sugary foods, whether it's nicotine, alcohol, whether it's drugs, cocaine, heroin. Think about people not having access to what they typically have access to for 90 days. No internet, no cell phones, no communication, martial law imposed, protests and riots breaking out everywhere, people starving. People will be forgotten about. People will be left behind. Elderly will be left for dead. I know you won't and I know I won't. But we just have to look at it as a probability. They want to depopulate this planet as fast as humanly possible. 
They cannot allow Donald Trump to get into power, which means that they have to seize power by any means necessary prior to Donald Trump coming into power, prior to the elections in 2024, if an election even occurs, because that is their best bet to stop it from even happening. And the only way they stop it from happening is one of these various different scenarios occurring. So buckle up, buttercup. Shit is about to hit the proverbial fan. But that's okay. Because you, me, and this whole audience, we understand what's happening. And we know that we must survive. We know how to survive. And that during these points and times that we must defend ourselves, our rights, our properties, our families, and our fellow Americans. Even if those fellow Americans... Have fallen for the psyop. Now, I could be completely wrong, and nothing fucking happens. And everything just goes on and continues as normal. And we roll into the 2024 election, and Donald Trump wins re election. And January 20th, 2025 comes in, he gets sworn in, and he makes America great again. Who knows? But if the last four years are any indication of what's potentially going to happen next, Get ready, people. And I don't mean to be a bearer of doom and gloom. I don't mean to be a bearer of doom and gloom. But I'm just saying, be prepared. Prepare for the worst and hope for the best. If you're wondering what's behind me, we got Nikola Tesla. We got Donald Duck. We got Albert Einstein, the three most influential men in my life. Uh, if you're wondering, uh, one of our platform members and, and people in the audience there, Roxy, is the one who painted the Donald Duck there with the red pill. Um, like one of my prized possessions. So I thought I'd hang them up there. I love Tesla, Einstein, and Donald Duck. So they're hung up there right now for everybody to see. And they're just, uh, they're keeping their eye on me, you know. <laughs> but listen, people, what I highly recommend is this. Find ways to communicate. Have a preparation plan. Go to the social red pill if you have access to the town hall. Um, there's a three by three preparation session on there. Soon it will be on our Substack. So if you're a subscriber on our Substack, redpillproject.substack.com, if you're a subscriber on the Substack, um, that will be placed on there probably by the end of the week um, in um, kind of a, a reading format of the summarization of all that with, with links to all of the stuff that we have in there. Um, so that'll be republished on our Substack, but it's in our town hall under that, the, I think it's the gold subscription on Social Red Pill. So, so www.socialredpill.com. If you want to support us that way, you can go get a subscription there. Um, Substack over there, you can support us over there. By the way, all of those platforms, including these platforms, are the foundation for decentralized media. So you guys are getting in early with everything that we're doing with decentralized media. And um, we got a lot of good stuff coming up with that. Uh, we should have some new shows here coming soon. They just keep on getting pushed back. We're, we're dealing with contracts right now. So just trying to get contracts rolling in and all that stuff taken care of. Um, and then some new shows will be popping in here, which is going to be really, really cool. Um, but guys, thank you for all the support. Thank you for, you know, keeping this alive all these years and allowing me to do this and, and have this type of life to where I can live my passion and go out there and, and research and investigate and be a journalist and go out there and put the news out there and look at what's happening. And we can make predictions. We can see this shit coming true. We can all get prepared for what's happening. Um, as scary as that is, it's an amazing time to be alive because we have to understand that God put us all here for a reason. That we're all right here, right now, in this point in time and space on this planet for a reason. God wanted you here. So don't take it as, don't take it as a negative. Look at it as a gift. God put you here for good, to do his will, to do his work. And understand that this is an amazing time in human history to be alive. This time in human history will be talked about for generations to come. And hopefully the history books get the story right. Much love, respect, guys. God bless you. You guys all take care. Have a great night. See you guys tomorrow. Try and bend the spoon. That's impossible. Only try to realize the truth. But truth. There is no spoon.